God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. Welcome to another episode of I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. Hey, Clint. Hey. Where are my AirPods? I don't know. They're probably up your ass somewhere. <laughs> Dude, I looked. That was the first place I looked. Yeah. I found some other stuff, yeah. but no AirPods. You're like, oh, there's that light bulb I was looking for. Right no, up there. No light, no light bulbs. No I light found, bulbs, huh? I found my wife's dick. Mm, that's where it's there. been. Yeah. It was shit covered right <laughs> of course. dude how about how about turning into the podcast and all of a sudden my butt is filled with my wife's dick and now it's shit covered and you're like what am i listening to really just a couple of kooky wacky zany musician types <laughs> i think that's an t- i th- if my wife was listening to it th- that sh- that's where she would have been like bye bye she would have been like, uh uh-uh, uh. Surely there's a, surely there's another murder podcast out there to listen to. I just can't believe so many people like that so much. People love it, dude. I just it's like it, a, it's like a um it's like some sort of collective illusion or something. When I say people, I mean women. Women like it. Why? I I had think it has something to do with survival. Everything that's everything in the world can be if you do the math on it correctly, you, you'll get to survival of the species. And I think with women, there's you, you, everything, you got to put everything in the cave. So you're in the cave, there's a few women, there's a few men, and then you can explain it all. So women are like, they got to figure out who, there's a bunch of dudes, there's a bunch of ladies, they got to figure out who the alpha male is so that their kids aren't killed or eaten or abandoned. And the way they do that is they talk to these other ladies and they share information. And part of that information is like who killed who and what, how, how did that? So how did old Charlie, how did he get to wear the bone crown? Well, he fucked up John in a, he killed him. Oh, really? Wow. And then they, they're gathering information because they're, they're, they have to they have to get as much information as they can to choose who to go after to get that baby inside their belly so that their baby will be taken care of and i think it that's what it is now guys don't need to have that information guys need to just be killing and and getting stuff and doing things dude i i think we're just a few little tweaks on the old social amplifier away from the bone crown vibe and i think oh that, for sure and i think listening to these murder podcasts is like this almost like this little reminder like there are people out there living on the old system you know like yeah when they want something they take it with force and uh we call them crazy but those people obviously don't think they're crazy in fact a lot of these killers were ex- definitely smarter than most people i'm thinking mainly about um about Jeffrey Dahmer and the other, not Ed Gein, but uh, Ed Kemper. And maybe we're insane because we're basically playing house in the jungle. And those guys are like, we're in a jungle. Kill or kill or be killed. Well, we've set up societies with laws. And if you 
you know, you're taking your chances if you go outside of whatever the society's says you can do is. So, I mean, some people don't worry about laws or regulations or what people and, and those people take their chances outside of those uh, guidelines. But I, on the other hand, I very much enjoy laws and rules. I feel very comfortable knowing, oh, this is the speed limit. Oh, these are the laws. Okay. I can do those things. Those are very simple things to not do. And then I don't have to go to jail and like cover myself in shit, cut a hole in my side, rub the shit in the stuff, and then kill somebody in front of everybody and then eat their tongue yeah. to show that I'm like not afraid, even though I'm scared to death. Right. So I understand all that. But at the same time, the grid goes down, dude. The grid goes down, and we're right back to where we were. Bone crown. Now, I'm not built for that. I mean, we had a we had the snow snow vid back at the beginning of the year where we lost power, and it was during an ice storm that lasted for about four or five days. And we didn't have power for three or four days. And I realized I'm not built for this. If the grid goes down... I'm going to find where to get fentanyl patches and me and the family are getting patched up and we're going night night, dude. I'm not fucking around with no apocalypse bullshit. Oh boy. We're getting fentied up. Oh my gosh. It's we're so gonna have brutal. we're gonna have a we're gonna have a little last night party. We're gonna eat some Snickers, we're gonna drink some wine. And we're going to get fended up. Well, because you know, if you can't defend your family in this scenario, of course, you know, the, the bad people out there, which I, I'm convinced most good people, there's just the badness is just right under the surface. If the grid goes down, uh, they're going to try to hurt your, your daughter and your wife. So, yeah, you got to ask yourself the question. Do I take us all out now peacefully as a family with some fentanyl or do we brave our, you know, do we brave the, the odds and See, I, uh, wear a bone crown? I don't think most people are. I think most people are good. I think most people are. I think the default. I do too. But they're not good. good if the grid goes down. I think even if the grid goes down, the default in most people is good. I unfortunately, the grid goes down, and and the 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 minority of people that are horrible, uh, are going to be the ones that are going to be in control. Because they, they're they going to have no problems. I mean, that's the way it is now. Like in our society now, the people that are in control are psychopaths. Like they did a study of the CEOs of all the top companies and they're sociopaths. Yeah, right. You have At to be. best, the, it, they're it, sociopaths it, right. or psychopaths because they, they have no empathy for other people. You don't become, you don't become Amazon if you, if you care about people. I think one of the most effective sequences in Squid Game, which like you, uh, for some reason, I, I, did, I got to the last episode and then just never finished it because I, I don't care anymore. I don't care what happens. But um, one of the most effective sequences, that, and it really scared me, is they're only given a certain amount of food. They're all hungry. They're basically in this weird sociological experiment. They're fighting for their lives in these weird games, these childhood games. And the, uh, the the bad guy in the thing, he's like a thug. He steals some food. One of the normal guys confronts him, and he basically beats him to death kind of accidentally. He just beats him up, and the guy dies, malnourished or whatever. And everyone's like, oh, you just killed a guy. And they're kind of waiting to see what the rules are about that, assuming that the Squid Game masked up people who are running this are going to arrest you or something or, or kill you for it. 
and they realize, oh, there's no, uh, there's no penalty for killing people. And it sets up this thing like, well, when the lights go out tonight, everyone basically starts performing little clicks after that, because the, basically the message was, well, and they, the more people die, the more money you make. So when the lights go out that night, it's kill or be killed. I thought that whole episode was really, do you know which one? Did you get it that far? No. Oh, you did it. I only, I only think I watched, I, I watched the first episode. Then I watched about half of the second. Oh, this episode. is like, this is pretty early. It's maybe episode three. So basically there's a countdown to like lights out and everyone kind of forms their own little gang to defend themselves because the bad guys, let's say most people are good. Like in this squid game episode, the bad guys, you're hundred percent right, dude. <laughs> they don't care that you're a good guy. And in fact, you're making it easier for them to kill you. And I'm not going out like that. Should, should money start cease to matter or should food become scarce? Cause I'm telling you, you all your nice neighbors and all the nice people in the world, make it hard for them to feed their kids and see what they'll be willing to do to feed their kids. It's really that simple. Well, unfortunately, it's not that simple because I will say this when I, when that snowvid thing hit, I, so I was kind of, not only did we not have power, but where I lived, there's, it's icy roads and there was no, I couldn't drive out of my neighborhood because the hills were too, they were covered in ice and my car wouldn't, I couldn't get, I, I actually drove my car out of the street and then like literally took me 20 minutes to get from the street back into my house because I couldn't get enough traction to even get back in my driveway. So I was stranded. So I decided to walk to the highway from my house, which is about two miles just to make sure in case we had like an emergency and like we had to go to the hospital or something, I could get to the highway at least. And then it was like another emergent, another mile to the emergency. And when I was, when I made that walk, Every single person that I met on that walk, and again, nobody has power, nobody has food, uh, nobody was expecting it, uh, the power to go out. So um, every single person that I met was like, hey, do you need anything? Are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, we're fine. We got water. We got food. We don't have any electricity. Yeah, we don't either. Do you need a ride? I've got a, I've got a truck. Do you need a ride? I'm like, well, I don't now, but I'll get your number in case we have an emergency. And they gave me their number. And what, so your, po- your point is that people, your point is that people like, would be good. But I'm saying, what is what was the most time you spent in danger in that snow thing? A week? Look, I'm not put, saying put six months I, on it. Sure. I again, you're right. I I it would get. When it when it got worse and worse, I it would who people were would come out. But I'm telling you, I I I really believe that on the whole, people would band together and and want to do the right thing. Because here's the thing: most people have a conscience, and when you only are worried about yourself, and and if you watch somebody else die because of something that you did, you're not going to be able to deal with that. It's not going to, it's going to hang heavy in your, in your heart. You will deal with it. If it's, if it's them or you, you'll, you'll put it in a place of survival, which is what, what is a conscience? We, we made all these rules up again. I don't think that's true, dude. I don't think it's true. I mean, maybe, 
You think everyone would, feel, you think everyone would just die together? No, not everyone. I think some people would be real dicks and try to get everything they could and fuck you and 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 do that. But I think more people would would try to do the right thing in terms of helping when they could or if they couldn't help just like hey, I can't help you. I have enough for my family, but I'm not going to take your shit. Because you obviously have some stuff for you. Now, if somebody was hoarding something and some people found out about it, I could see them like, hey, we're going to go take their shit because they're hoarding and we have families. We need to feed them. Uh, and then if they went over there and said, hey, we need your shit. And they're like, well, I don't want to share my shit. Then I could see shit going badly. Well, that's exactly what would happen. You would hoard food to keep your kid alive. And then people whose kids were dying would not like that about you. And then it just it would escalate immediately from there again i think the world would be very similar to where the equilibrium of the world is most people getting along in society and then certain parts of that society you have to lock up or kill i I think the equilibrium would be the same now if it was no what you're saying which if you're if that's that's the way the world works if there's order (laughs) even in a world with laws and order the bad people we still prisons are full People are murdering. People are insane. Yeah, but how many, away, how, many mur- how many murderers? How many murderers have you met in your life? I have no way of knowing that. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. I don't know. How many people have you met in your life? I've met probably hundreds of thousands of people. I don't know if they're they've killed people. Yeah, but all right, not met. How many people do you know that have murdered someone? Okay, well, in that grand scheme of things, with uh, how many people on the planet? Nine billion. I don't know that many people. I know, but how many people do you know that have murdered people? I only know about twenty. I mean, I know, I know, I know. Uh, again, people I'm who joking. Have I, been I don't in, know twenty. In, I don't know twenty people that have murdered people, dude. I don't know anybody that's murdered. I know one guy that accidentally murdered some people because he was drunk in his car and he fucked up and he and he and some people died in a car. Crash. I know about ten to fifteen people that are in the have been in the military who have killed people in war. Okay, so you know you know some people that have killed some people in. War. Yeah, yeah, but that's different than just going and killing somebody. You're saying there aren't that many For people no who kill people. You're saying there aren't many murderers. I'm saying that there's more non-murderers than murderers. I'm saying the world will find its equilibrium, and I think the equilibrium of human beings, because we have a conscience, is to do the right thing and do right by other people. You feel better when you're doing right by other people. Most people. Now, some people don't have that. They don't have a conscience. They're sociopaths, psychopaths. Those people are going to get ahead in a dystopian world. They're going to get ahead in our world because they don't care about anybody but themselves. So in 2020, there were 21,570 reported cases of murder in the United States. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem like a lot of murders. Well, so it says the figures decreased since 1991 when there were 24,700 reported murders. However, this is a significant increase from the previous year, 2019, when it was 16,000. So it went up about 5,000 between 2019 that's and still, 2020. It doesn't seem that doesn't seem like a lot of murders. So that's with that's with laws. That's with societal order. You take away the cops and laws and the justice system and consequences that number going to go way up. Again, consequences you're always going to have consequences. Now, 
the uh, if you're if you're a human being with a conscience, I am, you are. Most of the people that you know have con- have consciences. But what we call a conscience is arbitrarily made up. Is it? I mean, of course it is. I I'm telling you right now, I will kill someone before I let my kid be killed. I'm not going to feel bad about it at all. Right. But you're you, talking we, we about tweak a, our con- dude, if you're you're saying there's this innate consciousness it's like don't kill people. But you have to put something where it goes. Everyone in the military who's forced to kill people for our freedom or defending our country, they kill people, they put it where it goes. They don't And there are people who have PTSD from that, but I know some people that have killed people that are like I was doing my job and if I didn't kill them they would have killed me. And I I just think I think I think it's a, a safer way to look at it that way, a little more on the defensive side. Well, I again, I think the world is the way the world is, which is which means like whether you have societies or not societies, whether you're in a cave or whether you're in a city, whatever it is, it finds its equilibrium based on who we are as humans. And I think most people have a conscience. I think if you were to go over to your neighbors right now and kill them and come back home, you would not feel good about having done that. Now you're talking about- No, I wouldn't kill them for fun or sport. I'd kill them only if they were trying to kill me. If somebody was trying to kill you, mm-hmm. then yes. Yeah. If somebody came into my house and I had a gun, I would shoot them. Yeah. I'm not going to even ask questions. I'm yeah. like, you're in my house. I have a gun. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, That's different than you just going and killing someone. Yeah, but I'm just saying without consequences, without a justice system, without the moral fabric of order, when you get hungry enough and your neighbor gets hungry enough, you're not neighbors anymore. You're your enemies fighting to survive and feed your kids. That's all well, I'm saying. All right. But again, you're talking about a world where there's no food. Yeah. There's only there's limited resources yes. and everybody's fighting to stay alive. Yeah. And that and that's the world where I fent up. I'm getting fented <laughs> up, dude. I'm fentening up because I don't I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to kill somebody so that I can feed my kids so their kids die because they're they don't have a daddy now. Because I just killed them so I could feed my kid for another week. No, we're all going night, night. Because <laughs> that's the way I am. Now, again, I don't think, again, if, if, if people were like that, that's what the world would be. Everybody would be like either a slave or a slave owner. And, and that's just not the way the world is. Even when there was slavery, not everybody was a slave owner. Because there was order. There's always been some. You know kind who of got order. to be slave owners then? The rich, dude. There, there is always going to be order. There's always going to be some kind of order. There's going to be some Lord of the Flies conch shell order, and you want to be on the right side of that. If you, it's, it's simple. If you want to live, if you want to survive it, you'll do whatever it takes to survive it. That's all. That's basically what I'm saying. Even in that book, Lord of the Flies, yeah, that that one guy fell off the cliff and died, but they no, he was the, pushed the the. You mean when they rolled the rock onto the onto the piggy, the fat kid? I don't, I don't fucking remember the details. I read that book thirty five. <laughs> they years they ago. rolled a rock onto the kid, so they killed one kid, but the rest of the people were alive. Oh my god! And, you and need to revisit, figuring it out. You need to revisit that book, dude. The only people who survived is because they basically had to hide. The kids with the conch. The whole point of the book is a bunch of private school educated little boys crash. And within a couple of days of no food, it became a full on whoever held the conch shell was a leader and they were killing anyone who dissented. That's the whole point of Lord of the Flies. 
Well, I mean, we're going to we're going to disagree on this. You're you're saying that every human being as soon as there's not order turns into a killing machine. And I well, I would, and I would I'm say saying, it's a little more nuanced than saying, that. A little more nuanced. I'm saying this. I'm saying this. We're all all men are raping murderers, but because we live in society, we don't do either of those. My apocalyptic imagining is that there's no more society. This thing, this little veneer of order that we've made up is gone. And that disappears when you can't feed your kids. And uh, it, there would be gradations to it. It wouldn't happen like overnight. Uh, yeah, at first you'd band together with all your neighbors. You'd share all your food. You'd be very democratic about it, very transparent about it. As that started to go down, whoever had the most power or the most cunning would start saving some for his own family. Someone would find out and they'd probably kill him over it. Then, then all bets are off. That's what I think the world is like in a mock-up of that scenario. And I think, yeah. I think you'd become that way too. I know I would. I would do whatever I could to feed my family. And every, I, and I don't begrudge my quote-unquote temporary neighbor for feeling similarly. I could not live in that world because I have been brought up in a world where that's not the case. Now, my kids could adapt to anything because kids can adapt to anything. They really can. Yeah. And, uh, and we can as humans, but I'm not willing to at this point to adapt to that new way of life. <laughs> It would be horrible. I'm not doing it. I'm I'm not doing it. Dude, the minute I don't have power and the power is not coming back on, I'm calling up my doctor friend and saying, send the, send the fent. Well, he's keeping all the fentanyl for himself because he's going to try to sell it for some black market. He only needs a certain amount. He can, he can <laughs> give me enough to kill me and my family. <laughs> That's all I ask. I, all I ask not, is for enough. I'm not fentanyl. asking to start a drug empire. I'm just just enough to kill me and my family. That's all. Well, this is probably one of the bleakest episodes we've ever had. How do we land? We have seven, six, seven minutes. How do we land this uh, plane? And is it well, landable? The good, the good news is order is we still live. We live in a. Here's the thing. For now, right now, we are living in the safest time of all human history in all of human history there's less murder there's less people killing other people than there ever has been in the entire history of the world right now this is the best time to be a human being and be alive so enjoy it well i'm with you on that there's no the things that we've talked about are really just thought experiments that can yeah. kind of be fun to tease out and think about and have your perspective challenged dude you and me how much how many hours have you spent thinking, and when I say thinking, I mean, you're putting yourself there in your mind and you're going through the motions and you're having the feelings of being there. How many hours have you spent going or being in federal prison? <laughs> I know how many I have. Probably 40 hours of my life. <laughs> 40 hours of me shiving people figuring out the social hierarchy how i'm gonna deal with it am i gonna suck dicks and uh, do go that route am i gonna kill people am i how am i gonna navigate that i've spent probably 40 hours oh going to jail how am i gonna kill myself how do i kill myself because i'm going to jail mm -hmm. 40 hours of my life yeah how many hours do you think you've spent? <laughs> I honestly don't know. But but a good amount of time. Oh, yeah. To the point now where you have a whole story about how you're going to cover yourself in shit, cut yourself, 
rub shit into the wounds good and plan. laugh maniacally yeah. at, and let everybody know, hey, I'm crazy. There's a new guy in town, shit wounds. <laughs> and uh, if you think you're going to fuck with me, uh, I'm going to show you what real fucking is. Well, I had to come up with a plan because I would wake up crying from dreaming about it. Yeah. So I can't tell you how many times I'm in a fucking bus about to enter the gates of a <laughs> prison. I'm like, how did this happen? How did this come to this? Yeah. It, and of course it's 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 your reality because it's a dream. So you don't you know you don't question it. Well and what's funny about my dream, it sounds like yours too, if you're having if you're just like if your online point in the dream is like just you're already on the bus, is your dream self is telling you the crime doesn't matter. We're here now. That's all that matters. And you need a plan, bitch. No, this is my thing. When I'm on the bus, I'm like, why was I so fucking dumb to do this? Why did I do it? Why did I? I mean, because I'm guilty. Like, it's not like I'm not guilty. You don't know what you did, though. I did some. No, I did some. No, I killed somebody. I did some crime. I did something. (laughs) And I'm like, why did I do it? Why did I think I could get away with it? Why did I think I could do it? It was so stupid. It was just me going, I'm so stupid. (laughs) You're, and then, you're and like I, Mario. You're like an Italian uh, plumber now. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh, God damn it. I'm so happy that that's just a dream. Dude, I'll tell you what, if you could bottle that feeling, because that, that oh. is when I've had dreams that, like I'm being taken away from my family or whatever the fuck, that sweet relief when you wake up and you realize my life's not that. I didn't do that. If you could bottle oh, that up so nice. and just do it like a little teardrop or just put it in your eyeball every time you felt a little sad, oh. uh, give that to the world. All war, would, all war would cease because that feeling there's that's why like there's that. an opioid that's yeah that's why there's an opioid epidemic because that's what opioids do supposedly oh uh, well shit i need to check that out then that's yeah you, yeah you do <laughs> god damn i didn't know it was like that i thought it just made you numb out and float away or whatever but if it if it if it's that kind of relief oxycontin oxycantin <laughs> God. Uh, well, what do we, what's our little two minute takeaway? We have any takeaways? This is a heavy combo. Our takeaway is this, dude. Do heroin. Everything is fucking coming up roses, dude. If you're not in jail, if you have all your limbs, even if you don't have all your limbs, if you have most of your limbs, even if you can't walk but you can breathe. Even if you can't breathe, but you can't walk and you can't see, dude. All right, here's the deal: if you can't breathe, can't walk, can't see, you're dead. GF, GF, why, dude? If you can't breathe and you can't see, and you can't walk. GF, why? <laughs> but, but, but if you can see and you can breathe and you can walk and you can fly, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 